Hi guys, it's Oberon here from Part-Timer Radio. Join me in today's episode where we're going to be talking about footprints in the sand and what exactly that means for your business. So, I'll see you in today's episode. Hi, and welcome to Part-Timer Radio, the show built around you. Someone building an online business while looking after a family, holding down a regular nine-to-five, or taking care of other responsibilities. Now, it can be done. I'm living proof. I'm Oberon. I've been working online since 2013, whilst raising an ice hockey mad teen, a gamer tween, and a baby who thinks sleep is for the weak. Let me show you how it's done. Hi guys, it's Oberon here from Part-Timer Radio. So today we're going to talk about footprints in the sand and I'm not talking about like the kind of the religious sort of, you know, God carried you um, because um, that that's not what this is all about. We're talking business here and I want to tell you a bit of a story about how um, I came up with this kind of idea about the footprints in the sand. I was out the other day with my son and he um, has metal detector, got him for his birthday. It's uh, it's just a cheap little machine, but he loves it. And, um, you know, we, we decided to go out and meet up with some guys from the uh, metal detecting club who who gather around here. We live on a, an estuary uh, beach, which is um, a big flat, basically, bit of mud where the a river meets the sea for those of you who didn't do GCSE geography. And uh, yeah, it basically, so that gives you an idea of the landscape. Okay, it's, it's big and it's flat. Okay, around here, we're, we're very flat. Um, so we're there on the beach and he's having a grand old time. He found a load of lead bullets, actually, which um, around here, apparently this is the beach where the, the soldiers used to go and practice in World War Two. So he's quite chuffed with that. He's going to take him into school. Um, so yeah, he's, he's pleased. Um, the bad news is that his machine is shit which I think is a technical term that one of the, the metal detecting guys used, um, but it was only 30 quid off Amazon, so I wasn't expecting great shakes. A working machine, yes, um, but apparently it's just a shit machine, which is why he's not been able to find much. So I'm now having to save up for a decent machine for him. But anyway, so we you know we finish our little session, and um, bearing in mind I've got Meadow in her sling on the front, because she loves coming down to the beach, so popped her in the sling, because there was no way you were going to get a pram down there. So she's in a sling, on the front, kicking around, you know, loving life basically and uh, we start walking back towards the beach and we decided seeing as we had to sort of trek over the salt marshes which is muddy and smelly we're going to go back down along the beach um because as soon as you get around the, the, the salt marsh area it's just sort of straight flat sand all the way down to the pier and further so we just you know started plodding along you know on the dry sand and then we get to the mud bit which is um you know start, starts getting muddy um and then we came across this weird kind of little um, river kind of thing. Um, it's got like banks and like, you know, water flowing out from the salt marshes towards um, the uh, the sea. Um, and it had these kind of steep banks of mud, basically. Um, so obviously I couldn't climb it because, I mean, Ash could get across, but then he got his welly stuck and started panicking. So I couldn't get across because I've got Meadow in the sling and there's no way I'm going to try and scramble up a muddy bank with a, a baby on my front. It's just not happening. Um, so we, we had to carry, sort of carry on walking. So, you know, we, we're going down and Ash is starting to go, oh, God, Bob, you know, where are we going to cross? I said, it's fine. Look, there was a couple in, uh, in front of us um, walking the dog and they were a bit down the beach from us and obviously leaving footprints as we were, you know, massive muddy footprints, bearing in mind the, the mud's, you know, it's not deep, but it just seems to go everywhere. So, you know, we're both covered in mud. And um, yeah, so I said, well, look, we just follow those people. Look, the footprints. 
And then later, a little bit later on, a few minutes later, we see them on the other side, obviously on the other side of this like weird mud river thing. Uh, so we knew that they'd been able to cross. Um, so I said, that's it. That's, that's all we've got to do. All we've got to do is just follow their footprints. Now, do you see where I'm going with this? We're just following the footprints. So we, we eventually find sort of a flat area that we could both get across. And, you know, and obviously Meadow's still giggling and swinging her legs, which is making my life 10 times harder. And then the um, the lifeguard guys, the beach safety guys, um, start yelling from their sand thing. They've got the megaphone. And they're like, come on, everybody. Tide's coming back in. So time to get back up at the beach kind of thing. Only they don't say it as nicely as that. They're like, get off the beach now. So, you know... We're well away from the water, so we're in no danger. But, you know, we're like, oh, OK, here we go. So, you know, so we, we, we could pick up the pace a bit. We're right back up the beach. By this point, we're absolutely bloody knackered. But, um, you know, we, we found this crossing place. So instead of having to scramble up these muddy banks, we just found this nice flat bit and then off we went. Um, and I knew that we were going to find a nice flat bit because the lady who was walking the dog ahead um, didn't have massive wellies on. So and she wasn't covered in mud. So she'd obviously found a flat place rather than having to scramble up the banks. We didn't see her sort of, you know, covered in mud and scrambling. So so off we went and, you know, we, we got off the beach, went home, you know, sort of got washed down and everything. Well, we, we weren't lathered or anything, but, you know, the mud round here has got a habit of... I don't know how it does it, but it, like, gets everywhere. It was inside my wellies and everything, um, even though it was, like, only up to my ankles or what have you. So anyway, so we got sorted out. Um, but but that's kind of the, the moral of the tale, if you like. And this is something that we go into over on the Profit Academy, which is profitacademyonline.com if you want a bit more help on this sort of thing. Um, we, uh, the, this idea of following somebody else's footprints, I'm really big on it over there because I wouldn't say I'm lazy, but I'm not going to make my life hard. Okay. I'm not going to scramble up a muddy bank if there's a nice flat place just down the road that somebody else has crossed, you know? So that's, that's all you've got to do is follow the footprints. Somebody else will have blazed the trail in your particular niche or your particular area and made money. Um, you've got to ask yourself, the first question I always ask is, has somebody else made money, made the sort of money that I'm looking to make in this area or using this vehicle or, you know, in this model or whatever? Has somebody else done this and made the money that I want? Yes or no? If the, if the answer is no, then I probably don't bother because I, you know, I don't want to be the one leaving the footprints. I don't want to be the one scrambling up, you know, the bank. I just want to have a nice stroll down the beach. So I find something that somebody is already making the money that I want to make because then I know it's possible. And then the second step is find out what those people did. Follow their footprints. Now, sometimes they'll just tell you, you know, if you can find them, just, you know, they'll tell you. If it's somebody famous, they might have written a book about it or, you know, done an interview or podcasts or what have you. Um... Or sometimes you might have to pay for the coaching. You know, you might have to get them either one-on-one -on -one or get onto one of their programs or their group coaching. But nine times out of ten, somebody who's making a success at something will tell you how it's done. Um, you know, and I found that people who are doing really, really well, um, they're really happy to help people who are just starting out because they know what it's like. You know, nine times out of ten, you're always going to get some asshole who won't. But Nine times out of ten, you will find somebody who will tell you. And like I said, if, if it's somebody like, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, he'll tell you in his books how he, how he does it. Um, you know, Warren Buffett will tell you how he invests in his books and his articles and his magazines and what have you. So there is always a way. 
Um, you know, Steve Larson will quite happily tell you how he's, you know, topped all, you know, affiliate um, programs and, you know, and, and how he's, you know, gone from sort of bootstrapping his way to funnel hacking live to, you know, to sitting next to Russell Brunson and being one of the main funnel builders at Click, click Funnels. He'll tell you how he, how he did it. He got podcasts, you know, and then he, he's got his own training programs, so which you pay for. So he'll, he'll tell you it's whether or not you've got to pay for it or not. It's up to you. Um, but yeah, the, there is always somebody else's footprints to follow. And this is kind of why I did the One Funnel Away Challenge recently, um, which was awesome, by the way. If you want more information on that, um, pop across to missionaccepted.co.uk. Um, I've got loads of information about it there. And uh, it was awesome. It, this was and, and this was kind of the framework that I came into as well. It was this. Uh, the thing that grabbed me was this book that you get as a bonus. Um, but to be honest with you, the book is worth, you know, the, the same as the course. You know, it's worth getting the course just for the book. Um, but the course is amazingly mind blowing. But that's a very different podcast. Um, yeah, the, the book was 30 business plans written by people who'd made a million with one funnel. So obviously, these are people that you'd want to model, you know, unless you hate money. So I, you know, was reading these these business plans and we're not talking like dry old business plans that, you you know, you might have, you know, done for the bank or, you know, done in a past life. This is these people saying, right, day one, this is what you do. Day two, this is what you do. Day three, this is what you do all the way up to day 30. I mean, you can't get much more footprinty than that. There is definitely no mud scrambling there. Absolutely not. They've removed all the mud. Definitely no mud and absolutely no mud in your wellies. So you know, that's what really grabbed me about the challenge. And I had to get my hands on that book. It was as simple as that. I just had to have that book. So, um, you know, that that was part of my challenge. Like I said, uh, missionaccepted.co.uk if you want to, you know, hear more about this book. But yeah, uh, you know, and you, so that's what I did. You know, I'm not going to go and reinvent the wheel. I'm not going to spend my time trying to get up a muddy, slippery bank. I am just going to go and find the nice crossing place where it's nice and flat and me and my boy can just stroll across, you know, and the girl obviously in the sling, you know, going bonkers, swinging her legs and giggling. So, you know, so that that's a mental image for you, the three of us kind of slogging through this mud. So, yeah, I mean, that's where I think everybody should be, you know, unless you are a bit of a sadist or you want the challenge, then avoid the mud, um, you know, go for the flat crossing places, follow somebody else's footprints because somebody else will have blazed the trail for you. You know, then you can just add your own twiddly bits, you know, for, for the last bit. You know, I'm not saying that you have to, you know, be a clone of theirs, but just add your own twiddly bits, but keep to the same framework because they've proved that it's working. If you did, if you want to lose weight, you know, you find somebody who's lost weight and ask what they did and then do that. You know, unless they did something ridiculous like steroids or starve themselves, you know, then you if they if you do what they do, if you go to the gym five times a week and if you eat sensibly and if you drink more water and all that boring stuff, then, yes, you will have a body like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Um, but obviously, if you don't and you eat pizza and do no exercise, etc., then you probably won't get that same result. So, you know, it's the same in any walk of life, really find follow the footprints because nine times out of ten somebody's already been there somebody's already done it so just follow the footprints in the sand because they're there somewhere 
so hopefully this uh, this little episode is our little chat has been of uh, of use to you um those resources again by the way it's profitacademyonline.com if you want a little bit more help with your business and um if you want to learn more about the 30 day challenge and this book which you know pretty much changed my life i have to say then head across to missionaccepted.co.uk um the next intake i don't know when you're listening to this but then the next intake actually starts tomorrow but there is a wait list for the next one after that so you'll either be on the wait list or getting ready for it the, the registration will have opened and you can just get straight onto it so awesome source i will see you on the next episode have an awesome day and stay away from the mud <laughs>